0: Welcome to Killer Cuts and Sick Tapes. Welcome to Killer Cuts and Sick Tapes. I am your host, uh, Mads, and this is my uh, friend Fister. Together we are Mad Fister. No, do not Google that. Um, You will find horrible, horrible things. You can Google it if you want to have a good time tonight. <laughs> uh, we are... Uh, just- this episode, we are discussing one of, I guess you could say, a uh, Wisconsin hometown hero band for me, uh, Milwaukee's uh, Direct Hit, uh, their album Wasted Mind from 2017. It is a concept album. And, 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 and Fister, would you mind informing people what the concept is?
1: Wow. So the concept in my opinion it was like they were in like a super depressant stage in their in their career to me right Mm -hmm. and and they went from you know it was it was up and down and i i really enjoyed it actually and that's not my type of music like i'm a rapper and like i was just in awe like i was like wow this is really good stuff like you know I wouldn't like necessarily like listen to it and put it on my playlist or anything unless it but if I was really going through some stuff and I was really dark and I was in a bad place, this would be the album I would turn to honestly 100%. Yeah,
0: it is. Well, me and you discussed one of our favorite movies once. Uh, It is actually partially inspired by fear and loathing in Las Vegas.
1: I can see that there was
0: that there makes, was there was that no, makes perfect like,
1: sense, doesn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> like I didn't make that connection until you said it, but I mean that was like I get it. And that is an epic movie, by the way, too.
0: Absolutely. One of uh, one of my favorite Terry Gilliam films. So we're gonna we're just basically gonna talk a bit about the tracks we found notable. Uh because otherwise I could probably go for an hour on each track on here. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, and uh <laughs> And I could too, because it is, it is so deep. It goes in depth of like, and there's, you'll see things differently than I did, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, it is. I mean, cause
0: you lived it, you grew up with it, right? Like these are, this is your guys, right? These are, these are my people doing drugs in horrible places then waking up and try but it's interesting. This album is about drugs, but it doesn't come out one way or another on them and that's what's unique because it has the highs and the lows right it's, it doesn't it doesn't tell you drugs are bad it doesn't tell you drugs are good it tells you there are drugs this is what they do
1: yeah it's like it's like a real life depiction of what drug abuse is like
0: yep and
1: um, and that was that was interesting and and there was a song i forgot what it was called but they, they were talking about a a woman and and how that their relationship was shattered due to the drug abuse. And
0: um, I, I believe you're talking about 11 Villain Alcoholic."
1: Yes, "Villain Alcoholic." That was it. And and I, I was like, I've been there before.
0: I know that one oh too well. And what what hits me about that song in particular, "Villain Alcoholic," is it's about you're the person that introduced them to drinking. You're right. that person. What do you you know? How do you feel now? It's like, you didn't force them to become an alcoholic, but at the same time, you're kind of culpable, and how do, you, how do you deal with that?
1: Right, like you enabled it, and you didn't stop it when it became a problem.
0: There's actually, a, the video is about a girl and her imaginary teddy bear, and her teddy bear being her friend, and how she starts leaving her teddy bear alone. You know, and the teddy bear's taking care of her, she does drugs and stuff, it's really fascinating. The wow very dark video S- send me that video because i didn't <laughs> watch the video so yep. y- you had
1: sent me the link that had all the tracks all combined and that's 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 what yep. i i focused on because it was easier for me yep so uh,
0: no there's uh there's actually videos for a for uh forced to sleep paid in brains was it the and was it the acid as well and they're all great videos uh I want – the first track on here is just a message to young people, which is if you're two, if you're young enough, you will get this record basically. Right, right. Which, I mean, uh, it it happens on punk albums because this is a pop punk slash power pop album, I would say. It's pretty – it combines both. One of the things that that you need to know going in is one of the driving instruments is the piano, which is very, very unusual for – punk
1: album right like that's what threw me off like when i started listening to direct hit when we decided we were going to talk about this like i listened to just more than wasted mind Mm -hmm. because i really wanted to get a feel for them but like you cannot box these this band up into a box like they are so multi-dimensional that you cannot say that they're punk You cannot say that they're, you know,
0: pop. They're every... They're a little... They draw from everywhere. Like, one of their main inspirations is Andrew W.K., another artist you cannot put in a box. Right, exactly.
1: And that's what I found so intriguing about Direct Hit as a band entirely, is they absolutely... You can't... They almost revile trying to be called something. Right, like, you can tell, because, I mean... And even some of the lyrics, like when he sped it up, it was like, they mixed a little hip hop in there too. And I was, that threw me for a loop when I heard that.
0: I was like, these guys are amazing. I believe it's on another dimension. There's actually a piano solo. And you're like, what? (laughs) Piano solo? uh, Punk record? Right. But uh, what I wanted to mention was I listened to a lot of punk albums, like, uh, And there's only one band, that it's a ska punk band that I know that uh, ended up using piano organ as their main instrument. I can't say the name out loud, which sucks, uh, mostly because all you need to know is this is a completely Asian band. Uh, Mike Park from Skankin Pickle created them. And the name is Charlie Hotel India... November, Kilo, Echo, Echo, Sierra. <laughs>
1: yes, that's what they yes. call them themselves. We cannot say that name out loud.
0: And it's, they, they did it exactly on purpose. And it, the album's actually about how through three wars, Americans have kind of come to associate the face of Asia as the enemy, which is very interesting. Very interesting stuff. But they are one of the few bands I know that are in the punk genre that said, you know what? We're going to use a keyboard as our driving instrument, which right. alone is weird. Uh, so I'm just going to go through some of the tracks that were interesting to me. Uh, Forced to Sleep. I did drugs back in the day. The idea of, oh, God, I can't let the drugs take me now. The Take a sip of de- deep if your heart starts going south. Yep. That hit me and I'm like, oh my God, these guys get it. Right. Cause I don't know about you. Have you ever like even with boots, if you've had like the two shots too many, you start getting weirded out. Right. Like you
1: it, it takes you to another dimension mentally to where like I've been there before. Like if, if I don't go to sleep right now, I'm gonna die.
0: Yeah. I I had about a half a bottle of actual moonshine once mm-hmm. this is what it felt like if i didn't get water in the next five minutes i thought i was going to die because <laughs> i wasn't cutting it
1: right anything
0: right and right. Eaten. <laughs> so,
1: yeah that, that that was like me when i went on a in bender just
0: too much man right i um, think
1: but, i i think i downed like 15 that night Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I know exact I know that feeling, and that song that song hit close to home, actually. Yep.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's all of these songs really convey the Midwestern frame of life to me, right? Because we where, don't have anything else to do. Where it's like you can talk about politics, or you know, there's punk bands talk about politics. They talk about fun. They talk about all these things. But in the Midwest, a lot of that stuff is simply you standing still, not doing anything right and that's why drugs are so prevalent prevalent here i mean there's a reason the opium opioid epidemic ravages through the midwest more than like even like new york or los angeles because there you at least have things to do here it's like like, i'm gonna either take vicodin or i'm going to sit on my ass right like like with us, it'll be like, yeah, we're going to
1: go to a nightclub, like in Detroit, right? We're going to go to a club and, you know, we're going to dance with the same 30, 40, 50, 100 people that we did last Friday. And then we're just going to get absolutely trashed and and take a bus home.
0: And you see, and to me, it's more like uh, getting, getting invited to a Wapatooie out in the woods is more my frame of mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love those two because, like, I'm on, I,
1: I live in the suburbs yeah. of Detroit where like we didn't have like a grocery store until like 94. you know what i'm saying so i mean
0: we we actually had a grocery store and lost it for five years and then it came back (laughs) yeah so i mean the bonfires in the woods oh yeah that i mean that's the like that's the vibe i get out of this album is the we are doing this for purely self-destructive means Mm-hmm. this isn't a deep commentary on how we live this is right. what we do yeah like <laughs> this is this is this is if we were to self-destruct this is how we're going yeah uh the next one i want to talk about is paid in brains it sounds like a very uh, like a like a merry-go-round that will not stop no 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 like you like somehow you get that feeling of sick in your stomach while listening to it. Yeah, yeah. So this is where I this is where I took that one, right? You ever
1: did, Was there ever like carnivals in your area? Several. You know, you know that anti. My father
0: was a was a carnival for a couple of years actually. Oh, so you know, so you you know
1: very well that anti gravity thing that just spins. Gravitron, go, man. Gravitron, yeah. and you go up and down. That's what that song felt like to me. Like I was on Gravitron, and I got a little dizzy.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, that and it's one thing I wanted to point out. This this band has two lead singers.
1: Uh, I, I noticed that it's kind of like a how Linkin Park has two lead singers, right? Yeah, uh, or had two lead singers. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, Rest in Peace, Chester. I wanted yeah. I want to mention there there. This is a very punk sector reference. This band reminds me of one Blink One Eighty Two. That way, uh, yeah, they had the two singers. And also leftover crack, which a lot of it, and yes, the name is purposely a joke, right? Um, they had two singers by the names of Stizza and Ezra Crack in their on their first album, and yes, those are direct references to Jizza and Rizza, right? Yes, that's not a mistake, right? Um, but it reminds me more; it, they're like right in between of those two, because. Stizza, if you've ever heard his voice, sounds like the man gargles broken glass and gravel. Right. He actually has a track uh, for his sideband, Fucking Hipsters, with uh, Boots Riley on it. That is great. From I'd the like, Goon. I'd like to hear that, by the way. Oh, yeah. We might do that album someday. Uh, but it's in between that where... You have the one guy who's kind of the more normal, happy sounding dude. Right. He's, like, he's the and what it is interesting in Paid and Brains is the generally what you do is you have the clean vocals on the chorus and the dirty vocals I mean of the dirty vocals on the the clean on the chorus and the clean vocals for the verses. The chorus, and this reverses that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with that going around and around like it does, it enhances the experience because you all of a sudden go, it's like you have that. It's, it reminds me of when the Gravitron lifts. Right,
1: right, right. That's, that's where I got that reference from. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it has that elation to it of, Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you thought this was normal. No, no. And then you go back to it and they're just talking about how, horrible these people are they party with and how much they're just talking to people just to, talking to girls just so they can fuck them you know it's like it's this horrible dour party that you don't actually want to be at right 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 which i don't know about you but i went to several parties i ended up going man i wish i wasn't here <laughs> all know? the time dude all yeah. of the time and i've never heard of I've never heard somebody express it so perfectly, except for maybe LP on on the League of Extraordinary Nobodies uh, on uh, I'll Sleep When You're Dead. But that's about it. That's the only person I can think of. Right. Uh, One song on here, number six, it actually is pretty close to my heart, uh, Hospital for Heroes. Uh, Like that actually hit me in a, where they're talking about, you know going to rehab and the line about the about the room being so bright it's the it's the brightest darkness you've ever seen yep and it reminded me of how many friends i've had that have gone to rehab and died or lived or just these guys the reason it's called heroes to me is these were the party heroes that you grew up with right and this is where they end up right yeah
1: either either dead jail or you know barely hanging on and fighting for the rest of their life right
0: because i mean i don't know about you but like i've had so many friends over the years that just that were like the hero they were the hometown hero they were the dude that had the connections had you wanted beer you talked to him and they gave it to you right yep uh we had actually uh, somebody. We had somebody whose mom was like this. Uh, we called her Mother Teresa. Um, <laughs> yes, her name was actually <laughs> Teresa as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's so a double meaning, right? Yeah, and she would she would get us booze and a little bit of weed. Never anything too hard because she want because we did it in her house. Right, 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 right. Um. So as but you know she kind of provided a safe space for us, but her and her son could just never kick the harder stuff when we weren't around.
1: Right. So they they wouldn't have that around you, but... You knew it was happening. Right. When they were by themselves, they couldn't... Yeah.
0: But they were our heroes at the time.
1: Right. Because when you were in need, they always came through.
0: Yeah. And I mean, growing up in Podunk, middle of nowhere, you do need the person who... Is your connection to a degree right? Um, I mean, I don't know how you would' in, how you interpreted this one, but that's where i I, I went.
1: um, I interpreted this one as um, they were speaking about one of them being the hero who had to go away to get help, and uh, there was a lot of pain in it. There was a lot of pain in this song.
0: Now, there's a lot of pain in the whole album, yeah.
1: But this one, this one for me was the most painful because, like, like you said, like we know people who did it who've been through it,
0: and so yeah, I mean, definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: And some of them got better, some did, and I'll give them all the credit in the world. Hell, even if some of them like got all churchy and preachy, I don't really care as long as you're alive,
1: right. And and the thing is, is like they know that they'll never be the same again.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I went I went to parties that destroyed me mentally in ways that I never thought was possible. Right. So I don't know about you. No, I mean, they just physically messed me up. I guess. I mean, uh, when a friend of mine in in high school uh, died, uh, I wasn't able to go to the funeral but mm-hmm. i did was able to go to the after party right and we destroyed ourselves
1: well yeah i mean cuz that was that was your like final goodbye right
0: i wouldn't even say that's why
1: it so it was just to just to destroy it because
0: God. something needed to be destroyed
1: right right and instead of destroying I, something you destroyed yourself that makes I mean, complete sense
0: i mean Smoking things, drinking things, doing a couple rails. We, I remember waking up, vomiting all over the floor, and falling back asleep in it.
1: Wow, that's good. I mean, not
0: not good, not
1: good in the sense, but no. But
0: in reference to this song, right? Hero moment that will be with you forever, right? That's the stuff you don't forget, right? Yeah, and it's like I was like sober for six months after that. I was like. I never want to do that again. Right. And of course, that, that only lasts for so long. Right, uh, right. Uh, I think it's interesting they followed up with what was it, The Acid? Yes. Was it The Acid? Yes.
1: That was the next song.
0: And to me, it's interesting because it's like you just you got out of rehab, and what's the first thing you do? You go to drop some acid. And like I, I was trying to figure out when I first got the album why they did that? Because on the vinyl version of this, uh, this is where you flip over the album. right. So
1: it, in my mind, the way that I took that as that um, once you realize like for a lot of people, um, once you realize that the um, treatment didn't help, you go to a worse place. You know what I'm saying, and and you you're gonna hit it hard because because if you think about it, like heroin addicts, right? For instance, like they'll go from, you know, I got to clean up, I'm sober, to going back and banging the biggest needle they ever had and dying. You know, that's that's how I kind of interpreted. It. Like they were going for broke when they got out of the hospital. He was going for broke,
0: and the rest of the album totally mirrors that. Right. Like it starts off a little more fun than the album ends up.
1: Yeah, because it, it's like a, a complete start to finish of self-destruction like you had mentioned in the beginning. So they went from, yeah, this isn't that bad. We're just having some fun. We're partying with our buddies to, oh, my God, like we're gonna, we're going to rehab. And then they get out. They go hang out with the same people again, and they go right back to it, and they're like, screw it. Fuck it. I'm going for broke
0: like there's lines in the one after another dimension bleach music about, about him scrubbing bleach on his skin. Cause he feels like there's cockroaches in it.
1: Yes. 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 And I'm I, like,
0: th- that's one of, that's one of the darkest things I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Like,
0: and the, but it's stuck out. That's some train spotting shit right there. Right. Which great movie. Haven't seen the sequel mostly because I didn't think there needed to be one. Right. Uh and then we get to 10 which is one of my favorites uh the infinite pills and infinite alcohol. Oh uh, yes. And yes. do you know why it's
1: my favorite? No, but I'll tell you why it was, why it was one of mine after you tell me why it no, was. No, no, no. I'm
0: curious. I'm curious.
1: So in my heyday of the music industry mm-hmm. like There was a six, seven month period where I was laid off. Right. And I basically lived off of alcohol and Vicodin because I was getting up at like seven o'clock in the morning, going to the studio, recording until about four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Then I would perform two or three times that night at local venues. Mm -hmm. And the only way I could. And then, you know, so the bars close at two. So you get home around three, you fall asleep at four. And I was up again at seven. So I mean the only way that I could function with all that abuse was Vicodin cuz it gives me energy and I would st-
0: the only way you could function with this abuse was even more abuse.
1: Right yeah absolutely but I didn't you don't realize it at the time uh-huh. you're like you're like I just got to stay awake and then you go to the bar you're, you're having a couple beers you're having a couple shots you know just to calm just to slow your slow your mental down from all the Viking that you've abused all day and then so then you do your performance and then you're like alright I'm at a point to where I could get a couple hours of sleep so I could do it all over again tomorrow
0: which they explicitly reference like that's why our prescriptions all the same so we can do it again right exactly <laughs> exactly and what I love about this song is actually the beat it's a polka waltz beat yeah if you count it out infinite not, pills and infinite alcohol. like that's yeah, a polka beat yeah i'm doing it in my head right
1: now just so i can catch the tempo and you, you are 100 percent correct there
0: and i didn't coming catch from, it. From, from coming from wisconsin and them being in milwaukee do you know what that means i've heard so much polka you wouldn't believe it right i so so- caught that immediately right it made
1: complete sense they were they were actually they probably did that for a reason so it's like that's like a signature i noticed that they had a a a similar like a similar song on every single one of their projects that i listened to
0: yeah yeah they do yeah because that well it's interesting because that beat especially with this makes perfect sense because what is polka it is drinking music
1: right yep so substitute dancing music.
0: drinking with infinite pills and infinite alcohol, and it's perfect. And it's all about doing the same thing over and over and over again. And if you've ever been to a poker festival,
1: that's how that goes. I cannot say that I have. But uh, not, now, I'm very intrigued. Like I said, I gotta I gotta come out to Wisconsin and just see what that whole vibe's about, man, because it seems really wild out there.
0: Mostly booze, lots of booze, too much booze sometimes. I actually, I, now I'm, when I moved into the city, I drink less than out in the sticks. Well, yeah, because there's more to do. I know, but there's more bars, but I don't want to go to them. Right, because well, you're used to drinking in the woods
1: or at your friends' houses.
0: Yeah. Uh, hell, I rem- I slept outside... Like every Friday back in the day for like two years, because right. it was I wasn't getting back in the house. <laughs> that right, was going to happen. Yeah, because it was too late, right? Like I, I woke up so many times, like sitting on top of the tractor, or just, just like passed out in the shed, or in the dog pen, or wherever. <laughs> right wherever you could get warm in the winter months oh well with the winter i i fell asleep out in the snow several times
1: oh dude that's so dangerous anyway but like i i know why you don't go to the bars right because i i I don't know why but i know why i don't go to the bars because i don't like people
0: i don't okay so i don't like the i don't like the club vibe a lot of places go right right and
1: and so i wouldn't necessarily say it's the people but i would say um crowds of people it's it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me you know because like i could be here right now drinking a beer with you talking about music and that would be much more rewarding than going to a bar and not being able to listen hear what you're saying
0: and honestly this album kind of kind of shows that off where it's like The more people that are in the song the worse things are
1: right exactly like and and that's why i i i mentioned that because i was waiting for a lead-in for that because i figured it would happen but yeah exactly like that's exactly what the midwest is about like the the more people that congregate the worse the party is going to be
0: like and i think the the thing is finding a good like i feel like they could write a really good song about trying to find a good bar like, I kind of want to send them a letter and tell them that. Right, right. Like,
1: find out what their banned email is and be like, hey, this, is what we, this would be a, a hit.
0: Yeah, because, like, I re- there's only one bar I, like, if I would still go to, but I don't live there anymore. Uh, it's called Breeze In, and it is just because it is an oddity. Um, if you start telling people about the bar, they, they think you're starting to joke. Um, really? because, well, the main bartender is the is the owner's son who okay. is a one-armed gay bartender. <laughs> right there. You see you're like, "Are you are you are you being real?" Yes, I am. <laughs> a one-armed gay bartender. <laughs> and he is a he is just awesome to drink with. Yeah. For sure. And, and they had a biker, old biker dude who would be there at night. Me and him, would, he'd make me some ho- homemade brandy old fashions and we'd watch like old crime noir films on AMC. And like, it was an old school spit and sawdust. Right, right, right. Where it it's was- like, you got peanut shells all over the floor. Uh, Yeah, people playing cards, people playing pool. Ever, and, but it's, and it's like, they open at like four in the morning. They close for only like two hours right and they closed for basic I remember, I remember the hours were they close at two and then they open at four
1: right because so it, that's what the legal times are
0: exactly
1: and that's the that's the kind of bar that would like let you take like a bucket outside in the parking lot and wait for it to open back up
0: oh that that happened. people oh, would yeah. just sit out there and chain spoke right with a bucket oh they didn't even need to give you the bucket they just let you out there they, they're like okay we'll give you half off on the last round so you can get that in you and then you got two hour wait we'll uh here we sell cigarettes right no so so check this out i was in a I, when
1: i was in louisville kentucky there was a bar similar to that but they would like last call they'd let they let us buy a couple buckets of beer, so we could sit out in the parking lot and keep drinking until they open back up. Yeah, and then we'd bring the empties in with us when we get get going again.
0: Yeah, it, it, they used to do stuff like that, and then the cops started cracking down about that.
1: Right. No, I'm sure because, but
0: at the same time, nobody ever got picked up for public intoxication very often. Uh, mostly because the cops would just take you home. See that that kind of stuff's cool. And that's 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 one of the advantages of small town living is I knew all the cops right although first year I was there they didn't when they didn't know me they tried to they did try and get me for public intoxication when I was sober Wow they must have you- I was making a small snowman oh they assumed I was drunk right <laughs> so and I was not, but it's like they didn't know me once they knew me it's like. Yeah, the, it, that kind of stuff made sense. When me. we, like in my old building, we had a, we had a, we had a pavilion and we, what happened was we started drinking closer to the building and then we got a little, felt we were getting too loud. We moved away from it. Still, we got the cops called on us. We showed the cops their our, our IDs and they left. That was the entire interaction. Wow. Because they're like, Are, do you live here? Yes. Do you have your ID? Yes. Okay. And they're like, "Have fun." Uh, Are you gonna finish? You know, it was have fun, and we were like, we were like finishing like liquor bottles, kind of drinking. Right, right, right. You guys were going hard. It was. I had no beer left in my fridge, and we had gotten to. If I'm trying to remember, we we started drinking some. uh, What's it called? God damn! It. I'm trying to remember. It's it's like a it, we start drinking sambuca. Oh. oh, yeah. So we went from beer. We went from like twelve beers to about a half bottle of sambuca each. Whoa, that's so. And we were almost finished when the cops got there. So it's amazing we could even hand them our
1: wallets. Right. That's like that. <laughs> that's, that that, this- epitom- that epitomizes this album, though.
0: Absolutely. It's that kind of
1: destruction, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like I understand, like now after hearing some of these stories throughout this conversation, like I completely understand the Wisconsin lifestyle
0: where, and, 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 and they say it so well. Yeah. It's, it's, it is destruction for the sake of destruction's sake without, but at the same time you are chastised for drinking garbage. Right, like if if somebody like there 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 are two tiers. There are the people that want beer that tastes like nothing, and there's people that want beer that tastes like beer. Right, I am in the latter category entirely. You hand me a Bud Light, I will chuck it at you. Right, that's where I live.
1: So, what's your favorite? What's your favorite beer before before we move on? Oh my to god, to the next song.
0: I will tell you the one I will consistently order. Is that close enough? Yeah, that's good enough. Uh, Central Waters Mud Puppy
1: Porter. God, that makes so much. That that sounds like a beer you drink. And no, no disrespect at all, but that just sounds like the Mud Puppy. That yeah, that's that's a Zach run right there. That's a mad. That, yeah. That, that actually sounds like a mad Fister beer.
0: It's. The only other one other than that, I would say, is from Ale Asylum in Madison, called Contorter Porter. I I like my dark beer. Right. So I like, I like my beer. If I can see through it, I'm kind of disappointed. So I got a so I got a question. When you're
1: not in a familiar area, like, are you like a Guinness guy? Are you a stout guy?
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Oh yeah. Okay, I figured.
0: Uh, if I'm in a familiar area and all they have is trash for beer, though, I'm gin and tonic. Uh, that, that's always safe, except for some reason at at the Green Bay Stadium, their gin and tonics are vile, and I don't know why. Hmm. They sell good beer, but I was like, I feel like gin and tonic. I got it. It was rancid. Ugh. Like it, I don't know. I'm one of those people that likes gin and tonics without lime, too. So right. And with,
1: and that's like a staple to kind of thing. So it probably had a little lime in it. And that yeah, that probably it did.
0: was it was it was bad. It was like it felt like gin and tonic had been seen on a table and all the ice had melted and then somebody tried to tried to put more gin in it to make and, it better. And, and, right. And then put a couple more pieces of ice in it. And it it's just oh it was awful. And it was like, how did this taste so bad? I watched them make it. I saw it uh, I got it when I was at the Billy Joel concert there uh i ended up getting some uh hard hard ginger ale instead which was really good Mm. Uh, which that's something i would highly recommend hard ginger ale because you can drink the crap out of it because the ginger settles your stomach that's a good idea um and the last two tracks on here uh are the one we mentioned before villain alcoholic about introducing someone to booze right and drugs and the guilt and how you feel about it right like the complete guilt
1: of taking someone down with you
0: yeah like they talk about stealing liquor from from you know like a truck stop it's like we did that we totally did that right and i, I and i have several friends that totally weren't able to stop afterwards right and
1: like, like our thing is is like out here where i'm from like we would have people go in there with like our carhartt jackets on mm-hmm. put put them in the front of the cart walk to the beer throw a couple cases in the beer throw the coat over and then just walk out and we never got caught yeah and that's no, it, and that's what that like I, I i felt that like i was like i know what these guys are doing
0: and here and in here it's it's pretty much the same thing like it actually it's exactly the same thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, minus that. Oh, the other half the time it was uh stealing from your parents.
1: Because, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because finding people who had sober parents wasn't was nearly impossible.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right. Because you know that's that's basically that's probably where we get it from. Because we not like they did anything wrong, but like we watched them do the same stuff sitting at a picnic table smashing beers with their buddies.
0: And, and it's like this, this, I love the substance. It doesn't judge you for that either. Right, right, right. Which I mean, a lot of, a lot of things about drugs and alcohol really can come off judgmental. Right. And this doesn't.
1: No, it's not at all. It is purely like, this is Hey, this is who we are. This is what we did. Um, Some people made it and some people didn't. It was very honest. It was a brutally honest project. Yep. I hope it, they get.
0: I hope they can pull together a concept like this again in the future. Uh, they they do have an, a 2018 album which I haven't listened to yet. Uh, they seem to. This is just something I'm gonna bring. They seem to have an obsession with the head area of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, with uh, first one being Dome Splitter, right. then then brainless god then wasted mind and i'm trying to remember uh the new one it's like crown of something (laughs) so all their albums are named after the head harry and i don't know why yeah but i mean if you think about it like what
1: is the biggest for this project what is the biggest thing that the drugs ruin your head your head, your mind, and that's why I wasted yep. mind and excuse me in the total destruction of their mind body and soul. Yep. Yep.
0: Uh these guys currently are only two guys with a rotating band, too. Really? Okay. Uh that's gonna be Wood- interesting. Nick Woods and Devin K. Uh uh Crown of Nothing. That's their new one. So Crown of Nothing. Which come on, that sounds totally Totally like, like them, like seriously. Oh, 2014 top 10 Wisconsin bands to watch. There's no surprise. Like I would like their new, their new video is like this weird retro party looking thing that, that I, that I dig. It's like, they have like neon glasses on. It's weird. Yeah. I saw that video. I saw that
1: video when I was, when I was researching. Right.
0: And you're like, man, these guys are weird.
1: I'm like, I'm like, this makes no sense. I thought I, I thought I was researching a punk band, but you know, it, that's when I, I just kept going, right? Kept diving in. And remember when I had, I had texted you like, "Am I listening to the right thing?" Because this sounds like a techno album, and you're like, "Oh no, that's just them." I'm like, "Oh
0: Jesus!" And it's because not a single song stays in one area, right? It, it doesn't like the last one song on the album is do the sick. And basically it's just a closer of being sick of, every, of all of it. Like you feel like garbage basically is the song. That's like the hangover yeah. or the drug sickness. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, it's the withdrawals and you feel like garbage. So the way, why I like this album is it goes through every single step of abusing yourself. Right. And from and- the fun, to the mediocre to the oh man i need to stop to the i can't stop right like with me it was like it was like um
1: we're gonna like an introduction to it like the, you know like when you were like 14 and you stole that first beer from your dad right
0: somebody you know what i'm gives, saying yeah yeah or you're 12 and somebody gives you your first cigarette right yeah yeah yeah
1: and then all of a sudden yeah, I get it. Like yeah. it made it made sense, but like I said, it was it was highly depressing for me.
0: I'd say it, it's less depressing than the Post Malone album, though. Uh, I
1: don't know. Just because
0: but, this at least gives you energy enough to go do things,
1: right? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Post Malone, <laughs> like he was going through oh. some shit, but like I I don't listen to like like I said when when we did that last show, like I listen to like certain songs, right? So, yeah. hey, what's the next album that we're talking about, Mav?
0: we are talking about uh yellow wolf's new uh mixtape slash album we're gonna argue about what it actually is uh more than likely a trunk music three ooh
1: trunk music three Mm. that's gonna be an interesting topic that was my pick Uh and um we'll get to that when we get to that show but i just uh i picked it i picked it for a couple reasons but Let's do a, a recap on "Direct Hit," "Wasted Mind." Like y- you go ahead, you do the, you do it, and then let me, and then I'll, I'll do a small summary too.
0: This is an album that it's everything it says on the tin, and for, and it, it's everything it says on the tin. And what it says on the tin is, you are going to feel like a drug addict by the end of it wasted mind like if you've never done drugs this will give you a good idea
1: of what it's like and and that, that's how i was going to close it too man like i was going to say hey look like if you had if you like this is going to be something that i'm going to play for my kids and say hey this is what drugs and alcohol abuse is like
0: and now make your decision i'm not going to judge you on your decision but this is what you should make your decision knowing and that's what I feel like this this album is pro-choice for drugs. It's right. like see, hey, you might it might be good. It might be bad, but this is what it is, regardless of your stance.
1: Yeah, brutally honest. 100 percent. so I I would give this uh, like I said in the beginning, um if I was going through some shit, I, I would listen to it, but like um, the first half of the album I could listen to probably in my rotation. But as soon as it it, it got to, like, Hospital for Heroes, when it started doing that downward spiral into insanity, it's probably where I would be like, I I, got to be going through some shit to listen to it. You know what what I'm saying? Like, I got to be in a depressive, manic state to where I just want somebody else to feel my pain, too.
0: Which, while, from what I generally listen to, this album isn't. Overly extreme, right? But I live more on the spectrum of albums like this. I listen to a genre called depressive doom metal. Okay. Well, send me some of that, by the way. (laughs) You're like, what's depressive doom metal? (laughs) It's metal that makes you not want to live
1: anymore. Well, send it to me, and (laughs) and we're gonna have to talk about one of those albums. But I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do some serious research into that.
0: but it's. It's like that, where it's like the, the sub. To me, it's how well they cover the subject matter that makes it special.
1: Yes. No. This is absolutely like I wasn't expecting it, and it was, as you just said, very special. And if, it and it's I, honest.
0: There is only one warning: if you like this album and you expect that from their other stuff, don't expect them to talk about the same things. There, yeah. what they talk about is. I think Satan says is probably my favorite about being possessed by Satan and whether it's a good thing or a bad thing too, where it's like, like that the song goes is like, he gave me superpowers, but you know, he's also the devil in my head. I don't know. Right. And <laughs> so, weird.
1: and so like this, cause like I said, I did a lot of research. This album is unlike all their other ones. Yes. And so like, if you listen to this and expect this, moving forward you'll be disappointed but if you go into a direct hit with an open mind Mm -hmm. you can appreciate all of their bodies of work but this is like a complete body of work of self-destruction
0: it is it says it's a concept album and it takes the concept as far as it can possibly go
1: except for death and funeral
0: yeah they've covered that before though
1: yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, I get it. I know, but I, you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm, that, I'm,
0: yeah, but they're covering it—the the part that you're still alive for. Right. Exactly. Before um, you, yeah, before it, your lights turn out. Well, before villain alcoholic happens. Right. Basically. Right. Right. Um, there's only one thing I want to say: Is do you have any idea where the name of the band comes from?
1: Not at all. Any guesses? Direct hit
0: no home alone where 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 he has the paint can down the thing and he goes direct it
1: oh my god okay i you know (laughs) like i thought he said something else like oh okay yeah yeah i'm gonna have to watch you have to admit
0: that's pretty that 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 gives you a good idea of these guys also have a great sense of humor about themselves
1: oh yeah they they, they don't take themselves serious at all i mean they do as a band and and making content but they're they're just basically telling you i'm a human being this is what we do
0: uh if you like these guys i'd also i'd also recommend masked intruder uh that's a also uh, that's a madison band that dresses up in uh colored ski masks and pretends to be criminals Yes, that's a real band.
1: Mass Intruder. I just (laughs) wrote that down.
0: (laughs) Mass Intruder. Yes.
1: I am going to learn a lot from you, Matt, about the the other world.
0: The The weirder side of music. Yes. Well, I'm. We are going to cut this right.